0: Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm
1: Adam Cravens.
0: And you have been to a movie or 10. Am I I, correct?
1: Like, we had kind of this dry spell. Like, right right after Thanksgiving and like pre that, I guess whenever people start getting out for Christmas break or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, there was a while that I'm just like, uh, there's not any wide releases. Mm -hmm. This is problematic. And now... Now we're ab- we're about to clog the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm having trouble scheduling. Like and, I mean, when I say trouble, it's not like, you know, I'm being held at gunpoint kind of trouble. This is, I have to figure out when I'm going to see this movie trouble. So it's not r- a real problem, per se.
0: Um, I want to hear what you thought of The Mule, only because recently on the air, I did a Mule impression of a... An- you know, a four-legged mule. I was pretty impressed. I'm not going to do it now because maybe I could only do it that one time. But it—it it was Clint Eastwood making that noise in my head, and so I want to hear about the mule.
1: Well, the mule is the one I'm going to see later. Oh, haven't seen the mule yet.
0: What have you seen?
1: I've seen Once Upon a Deadpool. Um, I have seen. How did I not widows? Not I get have that. seen. Okay, Fifteenth anniversary. That's what we're
0: talking about. I really should pay attention more. It, widows. Yes. Widows. Not witters. Nope. Widows. Who is in that?
1: Uh, Liam Neeson uh, is in it. I have a, heard a, of him. Yeah. A grand plethora of talented actors that literally show up for moments. Um, the, what a nice payday. The gentleman uh, who starred as Punisher is also one of the husbands hmm. that causes the said Widows um he's in the movie I promise you less than 3 minutes i could have played his role and no one would have been the wiser
0: <laughs> so the story is someone makes all of these married women widows
1: well, the, the the i guess the, the 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 men um all of them are um people of questionable reputation for mm-hmm. for a living they they rob banks they rob uh like personal like safes stuff like that. Are they, they all friends? I don't know sort if they're, of? they're they're colleagues, okay. we'll say. I don't I don't think friends is probably a a okay. a good summary of it. Uh but anyways, like they've been doing this for 30 years. Like basically like they they know how to do this. Like when Liam Neeson makes these plans, like they go off without a hitch.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Until
0: Yes, the Punisher.
1: This one. Well, no, I mean he's just one of the guys that works with him. Oh. Like he he punishes no one okay. in this movie okay he, he it's barely a cameo the the only reason it's significant is because of his work in walking dead and punisher mm-hmm. i like i said otherwise that i don't even understand why you needed to cast that particular actor because i was like well what why what yeah. you could have saved i don't know 200,000 dollars however much you paid him on this
0: easily it's like i would have done it for 50
1: and i mean bucks not not 50,000 <laughs>
0: So uh I'm guessing stuff happens and these guys start dying.
1: Well, it's uh they all they all die at once. Oh Um okay. The police are chasing them uh at their their most recent job. Um they are trying to get away from them. They get to the car that they are switching up so that the one that, that is bullet riddled And has a door falling off. That draws attention to itself. Mm -hmm. As they open the door to pull out, the SWAT team and the police have already covered this right here, having, I guess, realized this is what they were doing, and they light them up. Uh. Ends up blowing up the van like these guys are just singed. Like, I mean, it's...
0: So they were not, like, stormtrooper shooting at them? They were... No, Actually. no.
1: They were like Mark War- Wahlberg in Shooter Shooting. Them. Oh, like, okay. Like, okay. sharp, just boom. Like, And I mean, like, the van flips when it blows up. Like, it is just ensconced would you in say fire. it like,
0: blowed up real good?
1: I Michael Bay would have sat forward in his seat if he was watching this movie. He would have been like, I'm proud of that. Mm. I didn't have anything to do Did with it. Did
0: Liam that. Neeson get blowed up real good?
1: Um. They don't give a close up of all the bodies, but but like he was in the van when it went up. So
0: it strikes me that he gets more than three minutes of screen time. He but that's
1: really a he uh. enjoys like Gangs of New York, Star Wars Episode One, mm-hmm. like Taken. I think they got him to do that movie, saying that they were going to kill him, but somehow edited around that and he's just like i'm shooting a lot of stuff i thought this was just a cameo and they're like no 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 no, you die you die in the end they shoot that scene for him but they just keep recording and he's like guys it feels like it's a whole movie and then they just yeah they don't put the death i feel
0: when his agent pitches him stuff he's like it's only two weeks to work gonna make a few million it's like well i'm not doing three weeks two weeks max all right and then he just appears here, and he appears there. We got a voice; it'll take you a whole day. Get her done.
1: I I think he just he did a lot of that like really classy kind of you know quote unquote important work in the earlier part of his career. And at a certain point, I think once he had he had earned like his uh, the the Oscar nomination for like Schindler's List. Like mm-hmm. once he had really kind of legitimately become like the, I, I think uh, he had done Rob Roy around mm-hmm. that time people considered him just an actor and yes. somewhere around like taken people were just like we'll pay you a lot of money if you'll do this move kind of what brando did in kind of the twilight of mm-hmm. his career when they were just like show up and he's like well how much for me to show up and they're like two million and he's like i'm there i don't even care what this is about
0: that's how i got beyonce to play my birthday party you, it's like just show up.
1: You told her that she could play Jerell and yes. Superman, yeah. and that so oh. just
0: show up, man.
1: That would be an interesting minutes. casting decision. Just right
0: show there. up. So, who are the widows?
1: Um, I don't recognize all of the actresses. Um,
0: Do you recognize any of them?
1: And that, um, I I cannot think of her name right now. She was in Suicide Squad, um, as the uh, the ma- the woman that a uh, symbol. Yes, yes, yes. And her name oh. is just it is leaving me right now.
0: Yes, her. Is she's she's actually, in she's in um what is it? How to murder something, murder. Not how she to, wrote.
1: How to murder something?
0: Not murder she wrote, <laughs> but anyway, I know who you're talking about. She
1: uh, she is the main actress in this. Okay. I I, I would google it, but my my phone uh, has yeah, died we, on. it. we're
0: not going to. Okay. So, I'm feeling that your thoughts on this movie are, well, it's okay and stuff blew up, but
1: the the catch about the film, it's um, Steve McQueen, not that Steve McQueen. Oh. Um, the one who did 12 Years a Slave, directed mm-hmm. it. Um, the woman, uh, not Gillian Anderson, that's... Uh, um, yeah, that would be... Silly. The one that wrote uh, Gone Girl and mm-hmm. uh, Sharp Objects. She actually did the screenplay with Steve McQueen on this. So, like, it's actually got quite a pedigree to it. I think the catch about this movie and why it didn't make a larger splash, like, if you were to released this back in, like, 1988 or whatever, and had this kind of... Robert Duvall, mm-hmm. like, shows up in... Just, I didn't even realize he was in it. I kept doing the... I didn't know they were in this.
0: <laughs> I didn't know they were in this. I know why this movie was made. So more people could win the seven degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. It's like, they just got to be in the movie for a hot second?
1: They're like, listen, it's getting harder and harder to connect it. Kevin's getting older. Mm-hmm. But you've worked with him. Uh, I need just need to you to this. show up. Just need... Colin Farrell is in the uh-huh. movie. that's okay. what I'm saying like it, it's it's not because of a lack of star power. I think the problem is like theaters are basically ran now by sequels mm-hmm. and like intellectual properties. It is not a sequel to a Disney movie. Iron Man does not show up in it um, but imagine if he did they, I mean things do blow up, but I don't know if they blow up extra real good and that's uh, okay you can't just blow stuff up anymore.
0: So it, when it's streaming and you don't have to pay more than a dollar, maybe watch it. I I would I would actually say like watch it. Maybe not.
1: It, it doesn't you know it doesn't require seven point one surround sound like the. It, it's not completing a story that you've been waiting to hear the end for you know six years. Mm-hmm. It's it's a well told story. It's a good narrative. It has a very impressive cast. It's well written. It's well directed. Now is
0: this the sequel to The Widowmaker?
1: No. No. Okay. Though, I mean, you know, if, mm-hmm. it's all about sequels now and spinoffs. So that could be interesting. There, there could be a Widowmaker universe. And then
0: Widows. All right. So, Widows. Eh, I guess rated R. I guess. Yes. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, violence, cursing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, not, Acting. Yeah. Acting. Okay, so, and you still haven't seen The Mule. Let's talk about Once Upon a Deadpool.
1: I... I feel bad about what I'm going to say.
0: Did you not take the 13-year-old? No,
1: because I I I don't trust PG-13. You can have You've got your PG-13 movies like Batman Returns that mm-hmm. really kind of I think borderline on that R rating. Like I yeah. guarantee you when my parents took me to see that in 92 whenever it came out, mm-hmm. they were probably sorry they did. Now I wasn't because that movie fascinated me but there is a whole lot of stuff in there that pushes the limits of something that was being also tied into a McDonald's Happy Meal, mm-hmm. a, an animated series that was launching on Fox at the time, so was selling toys. Um, I saw, I've seen both of the, the previous Deadpools in this. Um, I knew what Deadpool uh, was about, and usually the subject matter that was contained in those films. Mm-hmm. Even though this was a PG-13 film, until I had witnessed it myself, I wanted to see how is it PG like almost PG or is it PG thirteen almost R?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it is still rather raunchy. And the parents that would not let their kids watch an R rated movie mm-hmm. are probably still not like probably so in still other not words, comfortable.
0: It's a total go for my kids. Yeah. I think you'll be fine with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I thought they would be fine with it in the R version because I think what was the, yeah. this
1: film almost needlessly needlessly exists the, the the people that were not satiated by like its original content th- those the people that didn't want their kids or whomever to see that mm-hmm. I, this isn't going to make any difference it's still the innuendos are still there there are jokes that push those limits that a parent that would want something more along the lines of say an Iron Man two or a Thor mm-hmm. Ragnarok, it's still not in that territory. It's not that kind of PG thirteen. Now,
0: as if I read correctly, Fred Savage and oh, that's so brilliant. Those little vignettes are interspersed the, throughout the movie. The
1: film is bookended and uh, has a series of intercalaries. Basically, where it, it's you'll see this within the first three minutes of the movie starting. Uh Deadpool has kid- has kidnapped Fred Savage. <laughs> recreated the bedroom from um
0: Princess Bride. Princess
1: Bride and has taped him to the bed and insisted to him that nobody does child like wonder like Fred Savage and he's like I'm a grown
0: man now. By the way, if you have not seen Princess Bride.
1: What's wrong with you?
0: <sighs> At least 80 times. Ton- okay, just once. Seriously. Anyway,
1: Continue. Um, it it's the best part of the movie is when yeah. they stop. More or less, what I wish they would have done is kind of a mystery science theater esque way mm. where you let the two. They're aware that they are being told a story. Deadpool is telling the story of Deadpool two to Fred Savage, who was in Princess Bride, who he is aware was in Princess. I. It's very it's very fourth wall breaking, mm-hmm. and the best jokes. Because they're not ones that they have now had to kind of hobble because they can't do the extreme R-rated. Sometimes you've got like alternate takes where Ryan Reynolds probably made a less crass joke mm-hmm. that you can put in a PG-13 movie, but they felt that the R-rated take was better in the release that they did this summer.
0: Well, I uh, I wish they had PGified the first one. Because that one, uh, is that
1: one, uh, you, I really don't know if you could. I know. That one was all kinds of R. Like Deadpool 2 wasn't as R, if that makes sense.
0: I, I was halfway through it and I thought, uh, why couldn't the girls see this? But they could have, I would just have to go to the movie again. And I did not. But so easy enough, 13 and up, probably you're good with that.
1: Yeah, I think it's appropriate for that crowd. If you if you have already let them see Deadpool 2, there is no purpose unless you want to see those Fred Savage mm-hmm. uh, Deadpool scenes. Which, I will tell you, they are hysterical. Yeah, Like, at the very beginning of it, like, Fred Savage, like, you're allowed a certain amount of curses in a PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. Fred Savage up front do, does one of those, and he stops and he goes, hey, we only have three more of those until we go back to the yard. And he goes, which is why I brought this along. <laughs> and every time Fred Savage tries to curse, Deadpool b- beeps him. Literally, he has a beep, beep. That's so funny. Like, one of the best jokes. And I I I am. don't want to ruin the entire thing. Um, but basically, he starts beeping him at places where he's not cursing to make it sound <laughs> like he... Like, okay, uh, at, at one point, he lets him know that he has Matt Damon chained up in the basement, too. Mm-hmm. And... Fred Savage says he would like to fight Matt Damon. Let me let me reiterate, fight. F I G H T. Deadpool starts bleeping him every time he says, <laughs> "I want to fight Matt Damon." So what you hear is, "I want to bleep Matt Damon. I want to bleep him first in private, and then I yes. want to bleep in front of other people." Like so, basically, he makes the entire fight between Matt Damon sound like it's something else. Like that's funny stuff. Dead. Deadpool has a lot of fun with the PG-13. It is... Honestly, it's good enough what they need to do, get rid of this PG-13 cut of the movie, and eventually, whenever they do X-Force or Deadpool 3 or Mm -hmm. whatever, re-release this and edit the Fred Savage Deadpool Mm -hmm. bookends into the unrated version or R-rated or whatever version you want to put in there. They're funny enough that, honestly... If you want to see that complete version of the film, I think they're funny enough that they should be in it and not just relegated to this weird PG-13 creation. And I I can't honestly think of an instance of this happening either. Yeah. Like before, like that they've re-edited and R-rated. Like you've got television edits of stuff like or whenever they showed, you know, Sopranos on AMC. This is what I think happened.
0: I think Disney? somebody well that yeah. I think somebody said wouldn't it be funny to have Deadpool redo this movie cover and redo that? Well, we gotta have a reason, huh? Uh, let's just take a few cusses out of the thing and we'll we'll say it's a PG thirteen and then we're just gonna go teaser after teaser after teaser of hilarity.
1: I mean, honestly, some of the best stuff surrounding the Deadpool movie is the advertising. Mm-hmm. Around And like, again, I know that's a weird thing to say, too, but like it's Reynolds, so when he was promoting this movie on Twitter, on talk shows, like even in just the 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 actual previews before it, like just sold this movie so hard, like some of the stuff is as funny, if not funnier than what appears yeah. in the actual movie. Like Deadpool, the spirit of Deadpool is in the advertising as well as the film itself.
0: So Ryan Reynolds has become a national treasure and nothing can happen to him.
1: I I can't express how much to 20th Century Fox and now Disney that he not be recast. Like if you need to let Deadpool exist in its own entity like if I don't care if he meets the Avengers. Don't take away like Deadpool's ability. He needs to be able to say whatever he wants. Yes. We had a a par down Deadpool in X-Men Origins Wolverine. And it just, it almost worked.
0: Was Ryan Reynolds in
1: that? Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool in, basically, 20th Century Fox. I don't even remember. Kind of held him at gunpoint and said, if there's any hope of there ever being a, um, a Deadpool solo movie, you will do this movie. Because he was pointing out the errors when they were doing that, just going like, at the end of the movie, you have his mouth sewed shut. Like, he's the merc with a mouth. Why did you sew his mouth shut, like he never shows up in the red. He doesn't talk to the the audience like, have you guys ever read a Deadpool basically, they told him to shut up and do the movie if you ever want your Deadpool movie to exist
0: okay, and he wanted
1: he, he desperately wanted that movie to exist, so he did it, and then, uh let's see that movie was two thousand nine I think mm-hmm. nearly eight years later they finally and i mean they gave that thing a shoestring budget 20th century fox did not want that thing to exist like i think it did for 54 million like was its budget then it makes like 700 million dollars wow worldwide outgrossed the x men movie that had a budget of at least 100 to 150 million dollars more of a budget released that same year outgrossed the film it was technically a spin off of like the x men movies don't make deadpool money if that makes sense mm-hmm. even though technically yeah. it's an x men movie and like they're they're remarkably cheaper to produce than the x men movies i'm all for it i i think fox is almost mad that it was the success <laughs> it was just being like but you but mean we could have supposed to we be. could have literally spent 100 million dollars less got more and just let you do the stupid movie you've been begging us to do for mm. like ten years, exactly. and he's like, yes, yes, that, what, you, the, what you said.
0: Anyway, so I hear you're going to see the mule. Probably uh, <laughs> shortly, shortly
1: after we do this podcast, I will probably see the mule.
0: And uh, then we have Dun Dun Dun, Mary Poppins and Aquaman, Mary Poppins and, and Aquaman, and that's a movie, and into the Spider Verse. Oh that's right I forgot into the spider verse I can't like, wait it's I can't wait it is
1: a smorgasbord board of a film mary poppins is getting magnificent reviews that's aquaman yeah. is getting really good reviews so is into the spider verse
0: I'm I am there for merry, all three
1: merry christmas to me
0: and january crickets <laughs> january
1: and february traditionally not
0: Nobody's happy in January and February, unless you're in Australia and it's summer. Maybe Valentine's Day? No, that just ticks everybody off. Fair enough. All right. But, yeah, nobody's happy. And then there's my birthday at the end of February, and then people start to get a little happier. And then all of a sudden it's spring, and we're back to living the good life.
1: But there, I, there'll be those, those those three months but I, yeah. there's twelve months out of it uh, you know. that's, uh,
0: that's my theory they're not all anyway. they're not
1: all gonna be gems no 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 no
0: no ever since we said that last week no no, okay, so lots to see uh widows eh. and uh, it, it is a good
1: solid well made film. I don't think anything about it dictates that you go see it in the theater, but it is worth watching
0: and um once upon a Deadpool.
1: Honestly, it, I'm going to say, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably already seen Deadpool 2. This film does not need to exist. But if you're a completionist and you can get in for cheap, the Fred Savage Deadpool stuff is pretty funny. But you have literally, I don't mean this in the sense you've seen a movie like this. You have literally seen this movie.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Like, it, it's not one of those, I feel like they just, they're ripping, no, they're not even ripping, up. literally, you probably have this movie at your house. I'm just, just saying. Of course, I'm the guy that goes to the 15th anniversary, 20th anniversary. I saw Ghostbusters in
0: theaters when they re-released. So, I mean, I can't talk. I know. You collect spores, moles, and fungus. I would. Anyway, who wouldn't? Okay, so that's it for this version of Parental Guidance Suggested. Less than half an hour. You're welcome. I'm Jane Ellen.
1: And I'm...